take number 67 hi guys ninjani um this is the bigly corner podcast and i am your host cindy swamasondo well today we talk all things investing as sometimes stinger ukuthi sizwe people who have done it for a long time they advise us wizindothina esingazazi nesingasibona so today I have Ivan Sambo who will just talk to us all things investing, what you should look out for, um, know what type, of, what type of an investor you are and he will also share his favorite um, podcast that he listens to. Stay tuned man, stay tuned. Danko. millionaires and billionaires and welcome to the insightful informative video right here on my youtube channel for those who are new to my channel my name is ivan sambo and on my youtube channel i'm dedicated on simplifying the world of investing saving and budgeting for the average south african so that you can be able to invest and save your money the way you like in the most simplest way possible because i believe in breaking down our, our barrier to entrance in relation to investment and saving because we have so many gatekeepers in relation to finance and investment and saving in South Africa. And this channel is about taking down those gatekeepers. So on today's video, I'm talking about Hello? Hello, how are you? I'm good enough. I'm well. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for availing yourself today. Just uh, give us a mini background on who Ivan is. Okay. Uh, okay, that's a broad question, but uh, how do I define myself? <laughs> it's a quite a strange question, but. Uh, speaking i am a uh, financial education content creator uh-huh. uh, which focuses which focuses on just creating content that beats the let me just say leans man uh, understanding what finance is investing is and budgeting is but generally speaking i am a student a 40-year law student at the university of the western cape and who's just passionate about finance i know i'm studying not something that has nothing to do with finance but that's that's something that I also love and interested in. That's just general sense of who I am. Mm, 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 mm. How's law? That's a question that you don't need to ask. Law, law, law law. I'm not gonna comment. <laughs> I have I have been having the rough two weeks uh, in relation to law and academics. So I am breathing through the wound. Okay. <laughs> Next question. Uh, <laughs> You're not answering the law one. I am not. I am not. <laughs> Luckily, we're not, uh, we're not uh, going to talk about anything law. We are just here on your financial uh, side. <laughs> Want to know more yeah. about the investing um, area. So when did you start investing? Uh, when or when? When? Oh, I started, 
I said, a few years back, I think when my grandmother retired, I've forgotten the year it was. I think that's the year I started investing. I think I was in grade 11, if not grade 10. My grandmother retired at that, uh, when I was in grade 10. And yeah. when she retired, uh, she gave me 2,000 rand uh, as a gift. You know, when grandmothers retire, they get a pension payout. And they're trying to spoil Momzogulu. Yeah, yeah. And then she gave me, <laughs> me 2,000 rand. And at that time, for me, I have not been a child that is interested in money. Mm-hmm. Uh, not interested in and buying clothes or anything of that sort. So I didn't know what to do with it. So I went to the bank wanting to open. When my grandmother retired, she gave me 2,000 rand and it was a gift to buy shoes. I think I remember she said shoes. Yeah. But uh, me, Mr. Price shoes has always been okay with me. I've never had a problem with that. So I didn't know what to do with the 2,000 rand. So I went to, uh, I remember I went first to Standard Bank because that time I had an account to Standard Bank and I tried to open a savings, another savings account or a, a investment account. And when I got there, I absolutely didn't understand nothing the lady was telling me about the investment product they have, a standard bank. Mm-hmm. So I went to another bank, net bank. I think I went to the other one too as well. I understood nothing. And when I went to the post office, um, only then were able to make me understand a government bond, how to invest in a government bond and how to mm-hmm. earn money from it. And that was my first ever investment I ever made. I think it was in grade 10 or 11, 2000 rand. I bought two government bonds. And that was, that was a kickstart of my journey into investing, saving, and everything. So you invest, oh, sorry, you investigated more about uh, investing as the years progressed. Yeah, I think, that, I think I was not more into investing until first year in university. I was more of a saver. I was more of a budgeter and someone who consume uh, information around there because I think I'm a natural born uh, spender. Mm. I love spending money. I love spending money, especially when it comes That's to it. <laughs> out with friends and drinking and enjoying, having a nice time. I'm yeah. not much of a spending relation to clothes and everything, just I love going out. So I always wanted to ensure how I can buy it properly for that and I can spend my money correctly in relation to that. But during my time, I, during my lifetime, I've always uh, focused on planning around that, how to ensure that I can spend money wisely and still mm-hmm. be able to wake up the next weekend and also continue uh, going out with friends. What even having an impact on my other life or other aspects of my life. So I've always been that person. But also the, the, the idea of investing cannot separate it from the idea of saving and budgeting. So little by little, I started to consume more information uh, natural, without even me having the intention of wanting to consume information about investing. Mm-hmm. And only later on, I realized, oh, wow, I have much more information about investing that I can share with other people. And only then I started to look at, I now need to be more directly in and more consciously in absorbing the information and sharing out there with people. Because mm-hmm. the thing is that um, I believe that we are naturally born to be one of the two, which is a spender or a savior. There's someone like, for example, my sister. My sister can save money like there's no one's business, literally. She can I wish save I was her. <laughs> I wish I was <laughs> I followed the spender like, side. <laughs> you see, it is someone like me who's also like, I love going out with my friends. I love going out and enjoying myself. But now I'm a spender. And I'm not spending much on material things on the clothes, phone, no, just like I want to experience life. I want to go out, I want to mm, know more mm. about life. 
So at Reliance, well, we are one of the two, and for one of the central spender, it's hard for them to to save money. So you need to build the culture of saving money, and only when you build the culture of saving money, only then you can build the culture of investing money. So throughout the years, I had to learn that, and I'm still learning that because I also have my own errors throughout mm-hmm. my timeline. Uh, so I think it's, naturally speaking, you need to be someone who understands budgeting first, then you move on to understanding uh, saving, and you move on to understanding investing. And when you understand them, then only then you can start using your money properly. I'm not saying to the, you can use it 100%. No one can be 100% good with money, literally no one. But mm-hmm. only then you can better, better manage your money. At least you started early. I mean, you were introduced to this whole investing thing early. Um, let's fast forward to you now being introduced to stock investing. So when what, what do you look uh, out for when you invest in stocks? Uh, when you invest in stocks, mostly you need to... Um, first of all, uh, stocks are not for everyone. Let's just put it out there. Not everyone can be a stock investor. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I hate it when people say everyone can just jump into stocks. Stocks, they need you to firstly understand your risk profile and your risk tolerance. You need to understand as a person... How, how, what the level of risk you can take and what the level of tolerance can you have in relation to how the markets work and how the stock market mm-hmm. literally works. So it's only then you understand that profile of yours, your, your risk profile and the level of tolerance you have in relation to that, only then you can invest into stocks. And when you understand that, you can now be able to know how to pick stocks. Because if you don't understand what type of investor are you, are you a conservative investor, meaning you love to play it safe? Are you a moderate investor, loving to play it both risky and safe? Are you a, a aggressive investor like me who love to go all in mm-hmm. and pick mm-hmm. stocks that always uh, tend to be a little bit uh, 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 problematic? Those type of things are based also in your risk tolerance. So that's the first thing that you need to do. Understand your sort of that, understand your risk profile. Mm-hmm. What type of investor are you in relation to risk? When you're able to do that and understand that, only then you can now talk about how exactly you speak. Do you speak your stock? For me, I, as I said, I am a I am I am I am, I am more of a um, aggressive investor. I pick stocks based on uh, how do I see this company in the next 20 years? Mm-hmm. The company that's going to be uh, uh, here for the next 20 years is a company that also loves itself to function in the risky market and their stocks go up <laughs> literally by 5% PT or by mm-hmm. 20% PT, whatever the case may be. I pick based on that and also allow to to also base them on my goals and the reason of investing because I also have a timeline on how long I want to be in the market and mm-hmm. only when, when will I like to be exiting the market. So that's the other thing that you also need to have is the aim and objective for why you are there. Don't invest just for the fun of it. Don't invest just because uh, Ivan is investing in the GSE and now you want to invest also in the GSE. Mm-hmm. Ivan is investing in the New York stock market. You also want to invest in the stock market. No, have a valid reason because I am there. I know my reasons. I'm there. I know for how long I'll be there. Literally, I know how long I'll be there and when I'm going to buy out and leave the market because at that mm-hmm. time, it will be okay for me to go look for other investment platforms because here's the thing. Investing mm-hmm. is not all about shares. They are not all about shares. Mm-hmm. Shares themselves and stock markets have a timeline for you to be there and for you not to be there. And yeah, so that's me. That's how I pick. It's based on my risk profile. It's mm-hmm. based on the or based on how the company I see the company in the next twenty years, the next fifteen years, and and if there's the company, this I really need 
really has a need in the market and it's a company that can function and exist and, and exist in a space for example like the space we are in right now coronavirus mm -hmm. the company can adjust to that and i also look at the fact that how does that company's uh, 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 performance fit in with the goals i have with my investment plans and where i see myself in the next 20 years why do i invest for example in a company I think the next 20 years won't be here. We should mm -hmm. waste of my money. Uh, I would want to invest in a company that in the next 20 years, it will be a, a, a moderate uh, performing company while I aim at that time to be a conservative investor. Mm -hmm. That it was the older I get, the more conservative I become in my investment. So I need a company that also will fit with that so that my money can be always be secured as I grow older. Because the older you get, Let's, let's be honest, the older you get, the more conservative of an investor you are. The yeah. younger you are, the more, uh, the more uh, aggressive investor you are because you can take risk. You have the, the years to, 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 to support you and fix your mistakes when you invest your money. But the older you get, the more you become, hey, now I'm having a girlfriend, now I'm having a wife, I have kids <laughs> being up, so I don't want to risk it all. So that type of vibe. So that's how the type of things I do in relation to the market. I know people who go with analytics and want to go with uh, pulling charts and whatever nonsense. I don't go with them. I just, I am a people normal investor. I just look at performance of the company on a uh -huh. single line graph. I research what the company does, what it aims to do, the mission, the vision, the statement, who are mm -hmm. the leaders of the company. And if I'm happy, I invest. I'm not into charts. I am not into all the fancy <laughs> uh, finance jargon. That's not me. Is there a specific um, website for you to get such information? Or you go to a, the, the company's direct website and then you check that, that info that you're talking about? Uh, for me, I love using Yahoo Finance. I love using uh, MoneyWeb. I love using a business insider. The, the typical ones, the typical ones, they give you information and the mm -hmm. news about, uh, sorry, about uh, every company that's in the chase. The typical ones, they always do that, the typical websites. But when I look for, uh, like, for example, statements uh, from the company, whatever the case may be, I go to that particular company's website. Mm -hmm. For example, if I'm looking at um, African Rainbow Capital, the company by Patrick Mutsepe, I go to the website of that company and I just look at a particular statement I'm looking for. Maybe it's the AGM statement or whatever the case may be. I'll go to that company's website and I'll get the statement I'm looking for because not all information is central to one place. So you need to be mm. uh, spread out on how you get your information. And yeah, so that's the that's the how. So there's no specific method of of methodology that I'm using. So basically, sometimes it's just I remember I wanted to buy. I don't remember what the name of this company was. I wanted to buy, and I just googled it. Like literally, googled it. Mm -hmm. I know, like literally, I googled it, yeah, and I got the information I wanted. It just was like basic, simple Google, and I got on the information I wanted, and it was not a company I'm willing to invest into, so I didn't buy it because of a simple Google search. So there's no specific website. The MoneyWeb, Yahoo Finance, uh, mm -hmm. Business Insider, they always have the information, but they don't give you like the mission statement of the company, the vision of the yeah, company, yeah, yeah. the leadership. They just give you the news about the company. And that the news always helps to a large degree, but sometimes you just need to do your own simple Google search. And and, and, and as one of the my favorite TikToker always says, Google is free. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> it is free, dude. <laughs> it is free. Um, 
how would you caution a first-time investor? First-time investor? Yes. Stocks are not your you, friends. And then... Stocks are not your friends. They are not. That's the first thing I always tell people. The GSE uh-huh. shares are not your friends. Don't put your emotion into it. I, I, I know I'm a victim of that. There's one company I'm holding that's abusing me that I'm still holding <laughs> because of emotional attachments. <laughs> uh, I am a victim of that. I have that one company in my portfolio. Literally, if you ask me, why are you holding that company? I, mean, I can never give you any valid reason besides I like that company. And it's even in the rate right now. As I speak right now, the company is in the rate, but I'm holding it. I have no valid, valid, valid reason to say what's the reason because the only emotion are governing me in relation to that. But, but to be honest, mm-hmm. that's the one thing that you need to do. Uh, investing is not emotional. It's not a, a something that you need to put your emotion in. It's going to hurt you. You're going to make a loss. You want to buy and sell things every day because mm-hmm. you saw some tweet on because you saw, saw, saw a tweet on Twitter, you saw a post on Facebook, you watched my video on YouTube, and now you want to go buy the stocks I was talking about and sell the one that you bought. You know, man, yeah. have a sort of decision, research your own thing, um, do your own research, uh, list down everything that you want to put into that particular company, the amount you want to do it monthly. And know accept your risk profile. Know that thing. And I don't, I don't know how much I can emphasize this. Knowing your risk profile will mm-hmm. help you so much when it comes to investing. You won't buy something because it's trending. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm sure if you remember when there was this GameStop share, which everyone was talking about on Twitter, YouTube, and everywhere. Like literally, people were buying that shares because it was trending. No other reason. Yeah, yeah. And I'm saying mm-hmm. now. Like, if, but if you're someone who knows your risk profile, you'll see that, that you, for example, you'll see that you're a moderate investor. So that shares are not your so You will know from the woodwork those shares are not yours because you're a moderate investor. If someone comes to talk about another cryptocurrency that is said will be the next big thing talking about whatever cryptocurrencies, you will know that's not your thing because you understand your risk profile. You understand the level of risk you can take. You know that it will help you. So do your own research, understand what type of investor are you. Even if you're a conservative, mm-hmm. stay within your community. There's nothing wrong with being conservative. Conservative people, they always make their profit. They always stay between that 15%, 20%, 30%, 40%. They don't fight the market. They grow their money over years. When they retire, they have their own money. They don't waste time because they always do things slowly and slowly waste if you're moderate, stay moderate. If you're aggressive and you know you can take the risk, take it. But understand you. Because that's the thing. Yeah. You are. So that's the thing I'm saying in relation to uh, the first time you're investing. And also, don't invest without having enough savings. Uh, I'm not saying build in savings first, then we can do both at the same time. Mm-hmm. But never pay as uh, investing over saving because as you remember in the beginning I talked about the stages that is budgeting first and the saving then is investing yeah yeah how they work master your art of knowing how much money to budget per month how much must go to your spare your expenses how much must go mm-hmm. to your saving 
how much must go to your investing and within your uh, your expenditures uh how much must go to your food your car your rent because if you master the art of allocating money you can mm-hmm. know how much you want to put into your savings and how much you want to put in investing you understand so that yeah. you don't just put money you're investing out of the blue because you think you have an extra 200 and then you just put on investing in the middle of the month you are broke you need that 200 and then you take it out of your investing or you take it out of your savings mm-hmm. master understand your invest your, your, your budgeting that will help you in allocating for everything. And secondly, you understand your saving. You build a catch of saving up because the thing is that if you cannot, if you cannot be disciplined with money that's staying in your savings account and doesn't decrease but only increases because mm-hmm. it, yeah, it increases smallly. Saving doesn't increase that much, but increases smallly. But it's staying there, it's there. You won't be disciplined with money, just there. How can you be disciplined with money that's gonna go down and up every single day? Because the stock markets investment is always risky. So you cannot be disciplined money that's just sitting there. How are you going to be disciplined money that's in the stock market? That's money that's that's that, that, that's invested. And secondly, investing, when you invest your money also as a first-time person, as a first-time investor or whatever the case may be, you need something to fall back on. And most of the time you need to fall on your savings, not your investing, you understand? Yeah. Because you're investing your money in Capitech Bank, for example. You're investing your money in Capitech. <laughs> And you take your money out, you already have that the capital was making a loss. You made a, made a loss. And when you buy into now, the capital shares are back up. You're buying at a higher deep and, and you're, you're making a loss again. But if you have saved, you could just, whatever emergency pops up right now, mm-hmm. you take that money from your savings and use it, whatever emergency can happen. Some people are parents, they have kids, kids can get into accidents or kids can, whatever, kids mm-hmm. can be. Mm-hmm. whatever the case may be you man, people are parents people have responsibilities you cannot take away that but yeah. when you have those responsibilities and you know something happened that's emergent you can take from your saving and not your investing because life does happen i do take into account so for example in in december and yeah. january my uncle passed away my uncle like he did not have a like funeral policy so it was up to me and my mom to find a way. How are you going to now plan the funeral and everything? Mm-hmm. And because I had an emergency, a savings account, I was able to chip in a little bit to help my mom in respond to the to, 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 to the funeral and planning of that. But just imagine if I didn't have an emergency savings account and such a thing happened and my mom, my mom also didn't have her savings. Imagine we had to go to my children's or I had to remove my money for my, for my investment to cover that, you see? Yeah, so also before you invest, so before you invest, also look into mm. having savings accounts, emergency savings accounts, and all of that. You are raising a very valid point because we cannot plan um circumstances. Anything can happen anytime, and you need something to fall onto. So if you have nothing yeah. to fall onto, it's it will be an issue. Really, you're starting from mm. a again because you have you have Imagine. to do uh, uh, all that work. Mm, 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 mm. very good to always have a savings before investing so that you can protect yourself mm, and also yeah. said, understand your risk profile i am not a technical person so i'm not into this analytics of chart and all of that so i cannot give you an understanding of that <laughs> and answer your question from that so i don't speak those language i speak the bare <laughs> minimum honestly i feel like everyone wants the bare minimum the charts and <laughs> just scare us and then we'll, not, we'll end up not investing because of the charts. So the simplest way, it's fine for me. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yes. Um, while we're on the, the content that you posted um, on YouTube, 
uh, you spoke, you shared uh, a video on dividends, and you shared some yeah. of the, the 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 companies, dividend companies. Would you advise uh, a person to focus only on dividends, or should you also um, do the the share one, the share thing? I know, I know people who invest only on dividends company, mm-hmm. and they make a they live a life based on dividends. Uh, when dividends are paid, they can able to spoil themselves and all of that. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's literally nothing wrong with that. And I, I recommend that if you're that type of a person, you will, will love dividends and and want to invest to earn dividends. I'm not that type of person. I'm still young. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in my early 20s. I am 23 this year. Uh, mm. I'm not interested at all Dividends. I have dividends companies, as you said in that video, I did mention some of the few which I have. But I am not a dividends person. I'm not driven by dividends. But if you are a person driven of dividends, do you? Literally, mm-hmm. I always tell you to you. If you can pick yeah. good dividends paying companies that you can enjoy your money and you can put enough money in those companies that you can earn real dividends because dividends are paid out quarterly. Mm-hmm. And sometimes a company that can pay dividends of uh, the highest I've seen is just said in my video, I think it was six or seven percent mm. the share. Yeah, the company that I know of, a few of them also. But there are people who are truly invested so much money into dividends paying company that they get up to like a four thousand rand once every three months. Every mm. three months, they get like four thousand rand, five thousand rand, <laughs> they get like two thousand rand for doing absolutely nothing, nothing. And they can spoil themselves for those dividends. And I, and I, and I, and I said, like, if that's you, do you. Don't limit yourself to try to be like Ivan who goes for capital gain uh, shares mm-hmm. uh, or someone. Like, don't be. Like, literally, there's nothing wrong with investing in companies like Sibanyako, company like Nespec, who pay good mm-hmm. dividends, British American Tobacco. Stay there. Like, do you. Do you, baby girl. Like, <laughs> I don't want to lie, like literally, I know I'm, a, I'm not a dividends investor, that's not me. Mm-hmm. But if someone says I am a dividends investor, I'm like, baby girl, I'm for you, if I buy like you, bro, do you go for those dividends? They are good, go for them. If it's you, do you? Me, I'm just a capital gain person. That's just mm-hmm. it, there's nothing wrong with that. You can be two, you can be both. You can be 100% dividends or 100% uh, 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 capital gains, mm-hmm. or you can be 40% dividends and 60% capital gains. You can be 50-50. Whatever makes you happy and makes you understand the market and you're investing into, so it's absolutely okay with me. I have no, I have no, like literally, I have no opinion on that. I just like if you oh, know how to pick, if you know how to pick your stocks, do you, do you. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm fine with the dividends, I must just dividends. If I'm fine with Good. capital gains, I must just be capital gains. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Understand. Fair enough. That that is fair enough. Yes. What are your favorite stocks? Like Tunyana, two favorites. Oh, two favorite. I think I'm gonna get cancelled for this because <laughs> 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 my stock pick is always up the I my portfolio is 99.9% uh, blue currently. I have one stock which I tweeted about. That is in the red. That I said I have an abusive relationship with it. Yeah. And <laughs> I, oh, let me just put it out there. It's British American tobacco. <laughs> I always, every end of the month, I put money into it. I don't know why. I top it up fast more than any other one, but it's still in the red. I have no explanation. So that's my uh, toxic relationship with it. 
that I have a toxic relationship. It's not my favorite, but it's a toxic relationship I have with it. I just put it out there. But I think my favorite will be Sibanya uh, Gold. It's a platinum mining. Sibanya still water, so Sibanya still water. It's a platinum mining company. I love it. Uh, uh, I think it has a future. I, I released a video today that mostly speaks into details of the reason why I have uh, shares in Sibanya uh, still water. Also, it have to be people group, uh, yeah. which uh, owns Easy Equity. Uh, there's a lot of potential in that company. I see a lot of a lot of growth in that company. Uh, the other one, my third one, uh, this one's a very hard one. <laughs> That one, I have to go to energy. You have to be energy. They're doing you good. They're renewable uh, alternative energy company. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also besides them, their performance, there have been a, a new movement in South Africa. As that this is a company that's gonna dominate, and we have currently, privately speaking, that dominating. So when we go fully alternative and look for other independent power producers, I think this is a company that's going to look into it. their natural gas. They're building a new, uh, this thing in the States, I forgot the name, you know, mm-hmm. the, so this is a company I'm saying, coal, we know coal is not sustainable. Coal, one day we want to end, stop using it. And as come will look for other ways. And this mm-hmm. is a company that's going to be the first option for everyone. Mm-hmm. So one, this is one of the three companies I have. And then there are ETFs that I am into it, but I don't want to go into ETF right now <laughs> because that's going to be a whole topic on its own. But I think, but I think those are my top three. Uh, yeah, those are my top three. They've been performing well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they've been helping my portfolio so far. But yeah, I think I will stick to those three. Apart from no. that relationship I have with British American Tabaka, I need to deal with it. <laughs> 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 I have no say on that. You have to go see it. <laughs> oh, I have to. I have to. So, but, 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 but just so thing, as much as I'm, I always label them as the evil uh, a, a partner in this relationship, that evidence is nice. I don't, I don't have to lie. They pay good evidence themselves. But <laughs> why are still holding it? I'm feeling to understand that. Let's just say it's the bribe that they're giving you. It's the money. <laughs> yeah, it's the bribe to stay in this relationship. They're silencing me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they don't want you to leave. So like they, they bring you close, but they're abusing you. <laughs> oh, they are. Oh, truly they are. So what are your five uh, favorite financial books that you read that, that bring you that you know, that mindset that you have? Financial books. I don't read much of financial books. I think I've read two financial mm-hmm. books in my whole life. I, I'm more of a noveler. I love reading novels. My entire oh. shelf is made of novels and, and fiction books. Uh, but the two I have read and I enjoyed mm-hmm. was The Richest Man in Babylon. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure if you've read that one. No, That's the one not. book that I enjoyed. It's called The Richest Man in Babylon. I've forgotten the author. And the second one is Napoleon Hill, and I have been reading it like you. That book is my Bible, literally my Bible. I think the pages are one, a turn off, uh, like, oh, the book is so now. I've been reading it ever since. I didn't know how many times mm-hmm. I've read that book. That's my, my old time. A article person, I just, like, literally an article will pop up and I'll just read it. Or I'm looking yeah. for a particular thing, I just Google and read an article about it. Um... Uh, that's me. I'm an article-based uh, person. 
and mostly conversations. I attend a lot of webinars. I attend a lot of oh. uh, events about finance. Uh-huh. And also, I listen to a lot of podcasts about finance. Oh, so that's where okay. I generally get most of my information. Oh, your so sources of information. In relation to that. Hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I think most of the time is conversations. I enjoy conversation about finance. That's where mm-hmm. I learn a lot. Because I, from when you have conversation about finance, you can identify someone's mistakes. Mm-hmm. And even someone's success, you can see mistakes. Like literally, uh, that's a skill my mentor told me that in, in everyone's successful story, there's a mistake he or mm. she done that doesn't notice. Whatever successful story there is, there's a mistake in it that you can learn and implement the same step that she does, but, uh, uh, but uh, uh, run away from that mistake. It can make you more or perform above a person's done. If someone did a test and got 98%, and yeah. that person was a top performing person in the class, that means that it did three mistakes. And if you have could and identify those three mistakes and work hard, you can outperform him. That's, that's been my, my way. I love conversation because you get to learn more, even better of good uh, conversation. Sometimes also be open to learn. You can never know everything. You can never. Mm-hmm. You can okay. never. With man, even myself, every single day, I also get corrected. Um, I things I think I say in my YouTube videos, I think I know them and I'm correct. Can someone will come in a comment section say, Hey, Ivan, this is time one, two, three, four, five, and then I will learn from this instead of trying to run away from it. So, I think that's also to be taken into account. Oh, okay, that's that's nice. I never thought of podcasts, <laughs> I do consume Whoa. YouTube, um, books. But I never thought of podcast. Um, would, you suggest, <laughs> podcast. would you suggest one? Okay, uh, my favorite currently that I'm listening to, mm-hmm. uh, it has to be the lead podcast. I'm listening, currently listening to the lead podcast. Lead. Uh, the lead, uh, sorry, the lead creative. The lead creative is one podcast I am currently listening to. Uh-huh. And, and also I'm listening to Lebo Lion. I'm not sure if you know Lebo Lion's podcast. No, I'll, 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 I'll check them out. Yeah, then Lebo Lion, uh, that's also another podcast that I'm enjoying. And there's the Money Game podcast that I'm also listening to, uh, which is also good. It's by the FinChat uh, group, which is a very good uh, group of people. I enjoy mm-hmm. their podcast. Then also there's the Unpack. The Unpack is a property investment podcast. I enjoy it. Uh, it's called Unpack. Uh, it's Unpack. It's by Lerato. Uh, I'm not sure if you know her. Lerato Bambo. She's a South African. It's all about investments. So that's one of the podcasts I'm listening to. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's questionable. I listen to some of the things there and I question them. I think because of the context. Uh, it's not a South African-based uh, podcast. So the context you need to take into account in relation to the things that they say as well. Mm. Okay. So those are a few. Um, I have other podcasts which I listen to, like uh, like the VBT podcast by Bagua, the Adventures mm-hmm. of OT, the money, the meshed up podcast, which have nothing to do with money, but they also do help in relation to branding yourself as an individual, helping you in relation to other aspects of life. Yeah, so those are some of the podcasts that I have subscribed to. And I have the controversial ones uh, who people don't like to speak about. Sorry, so people don't like to speak about. Again, Mac G, you know, but you cannot go talk about podcasts and not talk about Mac G. <laughs> Mac G is my guy. 
<laughs> I don't listen yeah. to the naysayers. <laughs> yeah, you might. You see, I don't want to cancel because I saw I saw someone getting canceled on Twitter for saying thank you to my G. So I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> 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 hey, just I'll show you flames. Because there was no need to cancel, but gay, just because we are we are the cheaters. <laughs> you have snowflakes, you're offended by everything. By even <laughs> oh, you're saying the snowflakes. Someone someone said the ad for belts. So I was like, you want to go there, let's go there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be casual, put us, your poor casual, but you need to be gone. Never go there, never go there. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I, there's little crap, but yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> and I listen to his podcast. Like I do listen to that that conversation. I'm I'm following him, but I've never listened. Ish, I'm a bad person. Yo, his podcast. The one thing, the one thing about Vusi Tembawa's podcast, uh-huh. they are not about money or business. They're about the state of mind. Literally, uh-huh. I listen to them when I go to sleep, and some of the point he makes, some of the some of like I. I know Vusa Tembegwa is one of those people when you think of, um, I'm known I'm going over time, I know, but just, <laughs> I don't want to make this point in Vusa <laughs> podcast. Um, the thing with Vusa Tembegwa is that he understands the individual within society mm-hmm. and his ideas are trying to grow the individual within the greater code of society, you understand? Yeah. And people may say that sounds selfish, but what's the use of having a group of people if individuals don't understand who they are and which mission they are on? Mm. And when I listen to this thing, every single time, that's the first thoughts that click into my mind. I'm like, I was listening to this one podcast. I'm not sure I remember the name. Mm-hmm. What was the name? Uh, indoctrination. Yes, indoctrination. Yeah. Oh, Lord, listen to that guy. Listen to that guy. The way, like, it makes so much perfect sense. You said Literally. In... Indoctrination. That's the episode that's in his podcast. Okay. Uh, is I'm not sure. About, I don't know. I don't know what number. Of, I don't know what episode number of it was. But the topic Who's was indoctrination. Yeah, it's VT. Yeah, it's VT yeah. podcast. It's on Google Store. So yeah. on Google Podcast. Yeah. And you see it is VT podcast ideas that matters. Then you search for the one that's titled uh, indoctrination. Yeah. Yo, this guy understand the individual within society. I listen to him. I, I I do follow him a bit, but on Instagram. So yeah, sometimes when he hosts lives, I do attend those lives, you know, and ah. yeah. <laughs> Instagram for me is all about the lifestyle content. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the content on Instagram. I don't know much about Instagram. If you see my Instagram, you won't think it is me. Literally, you won't think it is me. Your life is in Twitter. That's, I feel My like... life is in Twitter and YouTube. That's me. <laughs> That's... I go to Instagram is to flex and show. Um, I was with the boys drinking. I was with the boys doing one, two, three. <laughs> That's where, that, I, think, I think Instagram is where I become a student. It's where people can yeah. see that. Oh, literally, yeah. this guy is a student. This guy is a student. <laughs> Oh, that's so okay. That's where you 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 come back home now. You're like, actually, I'm a student, guys. Hello. Yeah. Let me drink. <laughs> let me blank out. Let me <laughs> let me be. You see, let me be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, any advice for the youth 
besides the investment, anything that's in your hearts, just wanna share. Live it, live your life, live your life, live your life. I hate these ideas of entrepreneurship being forced to young people, investment being forced to young people, mm. saving being forced to young people. Live your life, literally. You only have your 20s once, you only have your teens once, you only have your 80s once. If you're in your late 40s, if you're in your late 30s, be serious about life. But if you're under those scope I just mentioned, live your life, literally. It comes once. Um, take it as it comes. Don't force yourself into a space that you are not ready for. Not all of us can be ready from the same age I was with investing, saving, all of that. Mm. But at the same time, try to balance everything you do. So if you are looking to investing, look into it. But don't, don't punish yourself and punish your youth days just because you want to save money and invest money. As I said, I love to go out. I love to enjoy my life with my friends. I love to drink. I love to post my wine on Instagram and add fans, even if I'm not even if I'm broke as fuck. But I want to do that. I want to enjoy life because I only live one. So that's the mm-hmm. thing I'm trying to say. You can do everything and balance it. Not perfectly balanced. It. No one can perfectly balance everything. Not even one thing you can perfectly mm-hmm. balance. But you can try your best to almost try try perfection. You can try perfect. You can never be perfect, but you can try to be perfect. So that's the thing. Try it, man. Live your life. Don't limit yourself just because always, hey, everyone must be an entrepreneur. Hey, everyone mm-hmm. must be an investor. Everyone must be this. No, live your life. It only comes once. So that's the thing for me. Uh, don't limit yourself because of whatever influence you have. Not only with entrepreneurship, also with the science and technology thing the government is teaching. He's trying mm-hmm. to force people into also with that, then you can live your life the way you want to. So you you perfectly relate to Upig Zulu, no Rick Rick. Upig Zulu Uti literally don't like <laughs> honestly, I I don't don't like literally. <laughs> I went camping with my friends on, on the, this weekend and I posted a video about it on my Instagram and someone said, what happened to saving money? And you're like, yeah, I saved it and I spared it. What's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> What's the problem? What problem do you have? So the thing is that, the thing that saving money, what are you saving money for? What are you investing money for? Hmm. Aren't you investing to live it? It's not about you investing money to live it and enjoy it when you're in your 40s. I saved money for three months to go on a camping trip with my friends and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I'm investing money because in the in the next 20 or 15 years, I'm going to I'm gonna withdraw it and do something to enjoy myself or enjoy my kids or grandkids at that time. Like literally, you can't be with things you would mind and keeping it for what good reason. It needs to flow in the market. So you save for six mm-hmm. months for something that you're going to enjoy and spend your money into. You save for two years for money that you're going to spend and enjoy into something. Mm. Don't don't punish yourself for no good reason and holding money for 15, 20, 100 years. For what good reason you die, your kids blow it out in two days? You have spend that money for yourself and enjoy life and went out somewhere you, in the world. The kids cannot do that. You <laughs> see, that's that's just me, man. Like, literally, that's just me. Enjoy life, save, invest, budget, but also enjoy life. There is a lot of takeaway. I've been listening to our conversation and I've learned a lot. Um, what are your future plans? What can you look out for from Ivan? Ah, the future plan is for me to get this degree. Already for a serious note, I'm looking yeah. to, to growing my channel. Uh, I'm like I want to one of the best. Uh, 
a financial content creator on YouTube in South Africa. I want to grow my audience in relation to young people and how they understand finance and how they understand saving and budgeting mm -hmm. and also living the life that you want. So that's the aim. I want to reach uh, 15,000 subscribers for the end of this year. I want to reach 15,000 <laughs> uh, before the end of this year. I want to no, on YouTube, I want 15,000. On Twitter, I want 50,000. I, uh, I, want, I want to grow my brand. I want to secure brand deals, sponsor this school mm. and this mission I'm on. So that's me in relation to finance. I also want to grow my portfolio. Uh, I want to knock into uh, the, the other digits. I'm tired of the digits I'm sitting on right now. So I want to add a new figure there to mm. increase the numbers I'm in. So that's me. Um, I wanted to buy a car by the end of this year, but I don't think that's going to be possible now because mm -hmm. of other plans and other things that popped up. So that's the good goals I have currently. But besides that, I have just to secure this degree. That's the one thing I want. Secure that's the degree. main. That's the main thing. My life was hit around this degree. People may not know because you see the financial content and you know me through finance, mm -hmm. but that's not the real passion of me. me my passion is in law. Uh, it's on this degree and securing it and going to secure the LLM. And within the next 15 years, who knows? Maybe you can call me Dr. Ivan Sambo, LLC. <laughs> we have to call you Dr. Simon. Ivan. <laughs> yeah, that's the goal after 15 years. We can never know. You, you, you. Good luck. Good luck with your future plans. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. I can't wait to see them unfold because I'm still yeah. following you. <laughs> I'm still following you. <laughs> still following your journey. <laughs> yeah, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really appreciate You know, I was scared when I was typing the the the, the, the DM in Twitter. I was like, eh, maybe we're gonna blue tick me. <laughs> no, I know I read my I read my my, my DM. <laughs> I get up to like I think a day I can get to up to like 20 DMs and oh. by the end of the night if I go to sleep I read every single one and I do reply maybe not the answer that you want uh -huh. but I ensure that I reply I reply. because the thing is that when you set yourself as a figure in a particular space basically you need to be no there's no they don't know any other way or no anyone that can help besides you that's what is specifically kind to you um thank you so much I really I really appreciate you being here uh, uh, oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> Bye.